Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How are you now? You are listening to the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast. My name is James Wheeler, Managing Director of Barclay Pierce Capital's Wealth Management Division. This is, as mentioned, the Theory of Thing Podcast, sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital. I am joined by a very good friend and someone who is slightly smarter but definitely much better looking than myself, Heath Moss of HLM Investments, courtesy of Adelaide. We've got Dank Trader 4000 is going to join us in just a few seconds. I hope he can figure out how to work the link into StreamYard and get himself into here. But you are listening to this on various podcast providers and also watching this on the YouTube as well. We're going to get that done. New sponsor, new year, new everything. Heath, how are you now? Good morning, James. I'm very well. Uh, good morning and uh, good afternoon. Good evening to everyone else out there. Depending when you're listening to us. Uh, happy 2024. I think we can say that this week. Even though we're a month in, um, I think that's still legal. I've brushed yeah. the nonsense of 2023 off me, and 2024 is now well and truly headlong into mm. it. And we are absolutely kicking bottom. Uh, the some of the companies that we've had cooking away in the back row have had some pretty good news out of those ones too, which is good. So it's just mm. working on with some of those things. Clients are happy, people are happy, things are sort of moving. The direction and the strategies that I've got is fantastic. I did take an extended break. We're going to go into this really quickly. Oh, coming up today, Fed, RBA commercial property in the States. I'm going to talk a little bit about food. Uh, we are joined also, he has just managed to come in, Dank Trader 4000. I'm going to add him into the stage. Beautiful. How are you now? Dank, how are you going? Finally, we are going to be talking about Super Bowl stuff. We have got a Seattle fan in Dank Trader. We've also got a Niners fan in Heath. And we've got someone, myself, who's, uh, who supports the Saints uh, uh, over in, in Saints in the States, Saints in the NFL. That's, uh, that's who I support. They will not be in the Super Bowl this year. Neither will the uh, the Seattles. Uh, but the Niners will be taking the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to that at the end, though I will. Now, the long extended break that I that I just had, which is a good one, down on the farm at the, at the DR site or the beach house that we've got down in, in East Gippsland. Notice how green it was down there. I really, it, as much as it was like working and still putting in the hours and still being able to do, to do the management and actually the direction and strategy and stuff that I do, you know, and also some of the advisory and some of the, the, the nutting it out of the corporate stuff that we're doing too and some of the bigger pictures. So I did actually really, really probably manage to actually take take a break and get my headset. 2023 was such a, a tumultuous year with everything that happened uh, up and down and left and right that uh, that it was necessary. And it's something that I'm just going to really pay attention to this year, making sure that you just stay, stay level, stay focused and stay on the track that you want to do. The main takeaway that I did have when I was down there on the looking over the farms, looking at the cows. And gee, there was some beautiful cows out there too. I'll, uh, I'll pull this up on the screen and see if I can pull this up. But the some extraordinary cows. But the big thing that I did manage to, to, to figure out, here we go, I'm going to get a picture of one of the cows over here, see what I can do. Uh, the big thing that I did manage to uh, 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 share screen, here we go, was, look at that, look at that cow. Hang on, I'll pull it up on the thing. Look at that. Look at that. See that? That's cattle. That is cattle, my friend. That is good. Yep. No, that's good. So uh, the thing that I did manage to notice was that as green as it is, it's perfectly green. It's thick. You can see from that photo that I just put, it's thick. It's green. Was that 
a number of farmers, all of them that went with the Bureau of Meteorology with their call of La Nina, El Nino, sorry, the other way around, El Nino, drought's coming. People make, the, you realise just how much people make their decisions based on that. As much as we see it's a news story on the ABC, oh, it's going to be hotter, great. We'll, need, we'll know that we'll probably have water restrictions coming up at some stage. People made decisions on this because of the of the how how quickly this was actually going to happen. El Nino is coming. It's going to get hot. There's going to be a drought this year. Make activity now. Every farmer slimmed down their the, the amount of produce that they had sitting on the farm, i.e. the number of cattle or the number of food that you actually have sitting there, and, and made belt-tightening decisions and made a lot of decisions based on, on the farming practices and the strategies you were to do. You can't just switch farming on and off. You have to have a lead time and you have to strategize a plan for it. A lot of them made those months for it. We are under we are underweight the amount of livestock that we have on our farm based on what we could be doing right now. And I believe that probably most farms at the current stage yeah. are doing that as well right now. If you would like to know about food prices and why food prices are going up, we did notice that the sales uh, last Monday morning we were receiving about four hundred dollars a head more than what we were receiving at the previous sales uh, comparable. Uh, a few months earlier. Food prices are going back up. Uh, don't blame it on the Woolies truck. Don't blame it on Woolworths. Don't blame it on bits of birds like that. If you, want to, if you want to point the blame, blame it on understaffed farms, uh, understocked farms and, and the reasons behind that. Obviously, there's a thousand more things and everyone wants to be an expert on margins and, and all this sort of stuff. Woolworths profit margin on food is 2.5%. It's not them. It's been it's that way them. for a long time. It's it was them. actually higher than... 2014, 2015, around 4%. So they've actually so, kind of come down and competition through Audi, et cetera, has, has, done, has done that. So, um, yeah, as, as much as Albo on that one, I was scream at the uh, delivery screen that uh, Woolworths and Coles and that are ripping us off. Uh, it doesn't seem that way. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to stop talking in a second because I'm going to go over to Heath being a genius. But the, the, the main, I mean, I saw it everywhere. You make decisions based on what the experts tell you that they're going to be doing. I'm not saying mm. I'm not saying they're wrong in the decision. Or like, like if they had the data and that's it, I'm just saying maybe a few questions need to be asked about the urgency and about the data that they were looking at and maybe why it was so imperative that they do because food prices are going to keep on going up locally because of just how understocked we actually are for being able to produce based on what we can do. Now, over to Heath. Beautiful, beautiful. It's been it's been uh, a little bit of a topsy turvy start to the year. We thought um, uh, thought things were going to come off a little bit, and then they've just turned right around again. So as much as things change, they stay the same, isn't it? Isn't that the same? Mm. Something like that. So we've seen Whatever. tech r- ripping. Um, we've seen oh, where are we going uh, for January? The SBX and uh, Nasdaq were up about to one and a half to two percent each. Um, the XJO was up one point two percent. So and I'll drop a stat for you. So. In any year where the previous year it has delivered 15% or more in return, so with, which is what the SPX did last year, um, mm. and then January is then positive, there is a 92% chance of a positive return for that year. And the average return mm. is 16%. It's only been one year out of the 13 instances that it hasn't, and that was 2018. Um, wow. And then you line up line that up with uh, a election year, which is an 83% chance of being positive. We're starting to to look like uh, we're going to have another good year in 2024, but I don't think it would be yeah, without yeah. It's, um, its bumps in the road, let's say. So, yeah, but anyway, um, so, yeah, January was really good for markets. Again, the same things driving markets. Uh, Big Tech, the Magnificent Seven, doing a lot of the heavy lifting. 
Um, they're coming out with earnings right now. We'll go into that a little bit more in a second. But then also you've got rates. Uh, the rhetoric has changed as it did towards the end of last year, you know, as to, you know, how high will rates go to, okay, when is the first cut? And we got a first indication from uh, Fed and uh, Powell this week saying that uh, basically March is too soon. Uh, the data won't support it. Um, so now uh, markets are pushing out the first Fed cut to possibly May, but more likely June, July, um, which begs the question too, um, will the RBA cut before the Fed now, given that um, yes. how weak economic data here is in Australia, um, which I'll cover again soon as well. Um, so, yeah, that basically... I'm going to flip between that. As you do that, I'm going to pick up some stuff that's here, the real household disposable income. Gareth Ayer has been posting some some, some stuff that'll Beautiful. make your eyes spin. You do that right, well, and I'll do this while you talk. I'll, I'll cover the, the uh, Australian uh, economic data that's come through because it lines up with that sort of gear. So we saw in December jobs figures that uh, we lost 65,000 jobs, which was totally unexpected. I think the, mm. uh, the, the uh, forecast was for 30,000 ads. The big worrying sign was 100,000 jobs were full-time jobs were lost. Uh, the ads were came in through part-time. So there is a significant weakening in the jobs market there. The unemployment rate stayed the same, but that was only because the participation rate dropped so heavily. A lot of people came out of the market, which they usually do around Christmas because you know, no one's really hiring around Christmas. No one starts hiring until late January or early Feb. So a lot of people dropped out. Um, and that kept the unemployment rate steady at 3.9. But that uh, that figure was uh, very concerning. Then we saw retail figures, which line up with uh, what you're showing there, James, there of a 2.7% drop in retail figures seasonally adjusted in December. Um, and then the November figures were revised down okay. from plus 2% to 1.6%. And again, yeah. you can look at that real whole household disposable income there. It's diving uh, simply because, you know, higher tax, higher cost of living, Etc. Etc. Yeah, et et look at this tax. Look at this tax. Look at this tax. Just look at it. Oh, no. Look at it. 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 Look at it harder. Household income tax. Look at that. That's the tax cut. Brought nothing down. This is that's yeah. percentage. Now look at this. This is the annual change on household income and tax paid. Mm. That is a blue line that is now pushed through twenty percent into twenty three percent. Annual percentage yep. change. But after everything that we've been through, after everything that we had to do, after everything that happened with COVID and everything that we had to pay for, they're, they're, they're jamming that on us now. I mean, yeah. obviously, we've got to pay for it somehow, which is actually something that a lot of us said, how are we going to afford all this sort of stuff? And it was just, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about that. We're just going to print more money. Carry well, on. The funny thing is, Sorry. funny thing is, you know, uh, corporate tax and uh, personal income tax are soaring in terms of receipts. I mean, and it's not only the percentage of uh, household income that's uh, paid in tax now, it's the fact that our population has grown anywhere from 1 million to 1.5 million over the last couple of years due to high net immigration, that we're mm. seeing such a, mu a much larger tax base come in for the government. So I think if Albo and that co want to stay in, they're going to have to deliver some more tax cuts at the lower end of the cycle, uh, lower end of the demographics, to uh, win some voters back because this sort of stuff is becoming front page news and mm. uh, a lot of people are starting to talk about it and and it's and it is hurting um i mean a lot of that money could be if you want to help families in the cost of uh, living crisis crisis etc um you know let them pay less tax i mean it's it's, uh, an, it's an easy uh, one. so sorry back on mm. back on you everyone said i'm taking my desk assistant for a quick burger to realign our priorities for what we're going to do this year so mate let's go as a burger okay. does 
But yeah, have you got my screen back up or you still got your tax stack? No, I'll do you. It's all right. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. So you can see the on the SPX there, you got you got the breakout there above the previous highs last year of four thousand six hundred, and it broke old highs uh, to start the year around the four thousand eight hundred mark, and it's around the four thousand nine hundred mark. Five thousand, knocking on the door of five thousand. A lot of uh, uh, index um, forecasts are being revised up. Um, and especially on the back of those stats that I gave you before, it, it does look like it's going to be another really positive year. The XJO, yes, we we hit a new high the other day, then gave it all back yesterday, and it looks like we're going to finish on a new high again today. So a little bit of volatility there, but the XJO looking really good. We start our earnings season. Most of the half yearlies come out in February, um, so they'll be keeping an eye on that. Iron ore met coal have stayed relatively high, so we could see some upgrades for BHP, Rio, and the like. Um, but uh, retailers, I think, will struggle with some of those stats that we saw before um, from James there that uh, household disposal income and discretionary spending are very tight at the moment. Yep. yep. Uh, so there's that. Let's talk a, a couple of uh, earnings. I'll bring up uh, – let's bring up Apple first because um, these are my favourite. Actually, Apple are probably my favourite tech stock looking forward over the next um... – Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. few months. I'll tell you why. Um, they came out and it was a pretty good report. Um, they did beat the street on the revenue and um, uh, earnings. There, they gave no rule for guidance, uh, though, uh, which was uh, a little bit unusual. But uh, China sales dropped thirteen percent on a year-on-year -year basis. Um, but that does that does come back to mid-single digits on a constant currency basis. So a lot of it was due to a strong US dollar compared to the one. But um, we are still seeing Chinese sales uh, suffering, and that's the thing that's dominated uh, Apple's share price is that Chinese performance. Um, for me, I think we need to start looking past China because I think um, AI and uh, that sort of gear is going to start impacting phone sales. We're just going to yep. just start seeing phone sales pick up again. And a lot of people are going to want new phones so they can run these AI co-pilot and Bard and yep. all those chat yep. GPT. Yep. Yeah, have to. Yeah, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley did a really good piece on it a while ago, talking about 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 how it's all going to be in the phones and what we have to get yep. done to be able to yep. catch that. that. That was fantastic. You find the podcast, listen to it. Strongly recommend you get out there and, and do that. It is a game changer. Yep. You'll need the new chips, the, the latest processes, everything in your phone to be able to run this AI because it is it is power hungry. Um, so the older phones just won't be able to do it. Funnily enough, they estimate there's 100 million phones in China that are come upgrade um, over there. So they, we could see the trough in China 
um, early this year and uh, see that start turning around. And then you've got the India story, which will eventually grow. But services hit a record high again. That's where the margin is for Apple and mm. where I think uh, most of the, their earnings will come from in the coming years is services. I really like Apple here for a long-term, longer-term play um, based on the AI movement. So they'll sell more phones, more tablets. Um, the, uh, just, a, I mean, a small part of their business, the uh, VR goggle headsets coming out this week. Or I think today is the release date. They've got 600,000 pre-orders on that. But there's also mm-hmm. talk of a newer model, the Vision Pro 2, coming out this later this year, which will be significantly cheaper, as in half half the price of the current current um, thing, which will put them back in competition with Meta's, Meta's um, uh, headsets, et cetera, et cetera. So that's Apple. Um, I'll quickly touch on, uh, quickly look at Meta, which has been the bill of the ball today. Um, not in Congress. <laughs> no, not in Congress. But it doesn't show there, but after hours are up 14%, just a cracking yeah. Tracking earnings reports, um, EPS revenue, they all beat. We were seeing advertisers return. Um, and, of course, being an election year, you're going to get an uplift there as well because a lot of money, government money, will be spent on advertising on the election campaigns. So they'll get a big boost there. Um, I think it was trading around as 394 there. I think it was trading around 450 bucks. Um, it's possible that so added gap, about, you know, like after hours is going to be a gappy, gappy Joe all the yeah. way up much higher. No, no, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it added $140 billion after market. So if you're talking in Australian terms, that's the size market cap of a CSL, adding a CSL to our market. So that's the type yeah, of money uh, we're talking. Uh, I won't say show Amazon, but Amazon was really good this uh, this morning as well, showed the consumer is still uh, resilient. Uh, bring up Microsoft, we're talking about AI and Copilot or something like that. Um, Microsoft was fantastic the other morning, uh, a fantastic set of numbers. You can't fault them. Um, I'm starting to see researchers come out and start worshipping them and falling in love with the stock, which concerns me, which may signal a top um, coming through. They, there was, you know, talk of, you know, um, they couldn't fault their their report, etc. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic report there. These tech stocks too this year should get a, a tailwind from a cheaper US dollar. The last couple of years, they've suffered from a headwind from um, a stronger US dollar when money, a currency comes back into the country uh, to report in USD um, versus other currencies. So this year, it should be the opposite. Um, and uh, that will help earnings move along. But the, the Magnificent Seven have been um, uh, provided us with another really strong set of uh, earnings um, uh, this quarter or the, for the fourth quarter love uh, last year. So, yeah, that's it. You gotta love them. That's good, mm. mate. Uh, look, the, the two clangers that I got for me, and then we'll get straight on to the next thing. First off, I've got a huge trip coming up in a couple of weeks getting over to America. It's just been extended out so I can see the Lakers Clippers game, and also because we actually have some real work things to do in LA as well. Um, yep. But these things always have to be next to each other. If you're going to be in LA, it's going to be like, well, we've got these guys that are going to be in, in the box next to the basketball, so you need to be at that one. So that's sort of how that goes, which is going to be great. And then that leads on to our bread and butter thing that we've got a few days later, which is going to be the NRL doubleheader opening over there, which is is just going to be phenomenal. So it means, Heath, I've got to go and get myself a Clippers a Clippers jersey. <laughs> I've got to try and find a Clippers, Clippers jersey. Hey? You, you go buy yourself a uh, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard 
Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Um, no, yeah. I'm looking for. There was a fellow who played when they were the San Diego Clippers that played. San Diego. Uh, his name was Kermit Washington, and he had my number, number 42. Um, so I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find one of those retro throwbacks to San Diego Clippers and just look like I'm a hardcore Clippers fan. It's gonna be one of the one of the few times you're actually gonna catch the Clippers who are higher up on the Western Conference than the Lakers. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be sensational with that team. The best team in the West at the moment. That's right. Um, okay, so the, the other thing, uh, the uh, the Fed, look, yeah, we've all talked about what the Fed has talked about. A thousand other podcasts will tell you that sort of bits and pieces. It was interesting that Andreas Sten Larsen did mention that uh, what was left in and what was left out. Um, they left out, this is actually what was interesting, they, they, they removed the part that starts the US banking system is sound and resilient. And the rest of it was mm. in there, and they replaced it with the committee seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation at the rate of two percent over the long run. Anyway, they removed the bit about the U.S. banking system being sound and resilient, and look what happened to get to to, uh, to regional banking in the states over the last couple of days. Absolutely phenomenal. Really picked that well. Um, thanks very much. The other one that I've got here, just flick off that. I'm going to go to me. Is this is EM fund flows? Uh, I put this up last week. Um, look at that. That is some huge EM money that's going in there. EM on a on a on a risk, sorry, on a relative basis, all about relative valuation. EM is is looking sensational and a, and needs a big bid there. I, I, you're never going to get the worst out of China. You're never going to be able to say, "Oh yeah, China's over and behind us." Whatever the next thing is, the next thing. Obviously, India is fantastic. Any way that you can find leverage into the emerging market space, I think it's pretty worth making sure that you've got some sort of an allocation to that. Now, without much further ado, go. We've got Just speaking yeah. of uh, emerging markets, I have been allocating some funds to uh, GQG locally on the ASX fund manager here. About a third of their funds under management are, are exposed to emerging markets. That came from and probably the, only, the only fund Sorry, was it that that was the Echidna's idea the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 and yeah, uh, good. It, it's uh, it's uh, looking they're basically the only fund manager to see net inflows, strong net inflows for the last two years consistently. So, okay, um, now, looking, thanks for hanging around. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, GQG might be the tip of the week. Actually, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of it too. Smart guys. And I think they're actually launching an ETF last time I talked to them too, so pay attention to that. Yeah. Thank Trader 4000. Thank you for hanging on to the line. Long-time listener, first time, well, many time call it. Now, we've got the Super Bowl coming up in two Mondays' time. Yeah. Hit me. Um, what do we got? Show us Show us the prelim multis. What do you got? Go. I was, I was uncharacteristically pretty blank looking at it yesterday, mainly because the 49ers made the appearance. Suppose my true colours with the, uh, the Seattle Allegiance, but there's probably a couple that I'm looking at. Um, is my mic super quiet right now? It's yeah, super quiet, mate. I'm trying to turn you up. Wait, mate. I'll just uh, I'll start hollering. Um, it's better. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, wasn't really a multi. Like the multi kind of lines weren't really that great. I mean, the benefit of what we were doing last year was that we picked a line across all you know nine games over the the week. Um, so I just picked three that I think that are what single line items? They won't take forever. I'll just run through them with why. Um, the lot, the worst odds of the three: fumbles lost, fumbles lost first half and second half. You can choose yes or no. Um, what, there's rarely actually fumbles lost in the second half of Super Bowl. That dollar sixty-eight, and um, was it the Christian McCaffrey, Pacheco, the two running backs? They've uh, contributed. Four fumbles in total. They're not dropping the ball. They're not dropping the ball. Go on. They're not dropping yeah, the ball. Good. So I think that's one an easy one if you want to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of juice on it. Um, okay. Second one, Purdy Mahomes to combine fifty plus rushing yards is two dollars fifty five. Um, and watching watching old Brock last week, 
he's uh he's sneaky he's sneaky fast he's sneaky uh limber so he's sneaky quick isn't he that's right he's sneaky quick. I love him. um and then this one i reckon it's it's a smoky but i think it's actually pretty reasonable super bowl mvp to be anything other than a quarterback so or running back fullback wide receiver a tight end three dollars ten um okay. I, I reckon mccaffrey's a sneaky for this like i think this is built for these sort of games so if i was mm-hmm. yeah the Put, put my, you know, who yeah. else is built for these sort of games? Travis is is absolutely built for these sort yeah, of games. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those ones where it's like it's going to be a non-quarterback kind of like froth fest, which I'm very much looking forward to. I hope that's the case. Yep, yep. Pacquiao, Pacquiao could be a shout there too if um, the Chiefs get up, which I hope they don't, but, you know. All right. Heath, you got a pick for us? Yeah, I've got a, I got a multi. i got uh, cool. uh, San Fran covering the line at negative one and a half. Um, I've got McCaffrey uh, anytime touchdown score, you know, death taxes and McCaffrey scoring a touchdown. You can uh, pretty much bank that. And then you got Pacquiao as well, anytime touchdown scorer. Uh, the one weakness for San Fran have been uh, defending the running game. Saw that against Green Bay and uh, uh, the Lions. Um, so I think he will get in for a touchdown. That's paying about five bucks. So yeah. I really like that. I think that's a good value. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm. Obviously, wearing my San Fran uh, jersey here. I mean, it's a bit old school. It's got Garoppolo on the back. I need to get a new one with McCaffrey or Purdy. But uh, I, I think uh, this is the year San Fran finally, we finally break through. We've been at, what, four of the last five East uh, Conference finals. Uh, it was in 2019 Super Bowl versus the Chiefs. So I think we'll get it done this year. We're, we're looking good. We're looking resilient. Uh, we've got two comebacks coming into this. I think I think we'll get it done. All right, not bad at all. Look, uh, no time for me and the amazing multi was absolutely good. But we're going to jam it in next week for sure. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for joining us, Dank. Sorry about to uh, cut you off. Uh, we'll get into some uh, some better stuff next week uh, for sure. Thank you no, all for sure. joining us on this one. The Theory of Thanks, Thing man. Investment Podcast. Dank, make sure you stay on the line uh, because we just got to download your thing onto the computer, so don't switch off. Or don't, don't get out of the studio. Uh, Heath, mate, always good. I hope you have a great weekend. Cricket starts in a couple of hours this afternoon too. Yep, one day. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, go the Aussies. Hey, you know what? Go West Indies. I really, I'm, I'm loving this team. It's gritty. They're, they're, mm. they're robust. They're miracle workers, these boys, and I love that, them. That, that, win, that win was, was great else, for test cricket. That, that was I was fantastic. on every ball, hanging on every ball. And I was cheering, and, and, and my kids were just like, are you serious? I'm just like, you have no idea how big this is for them and for the game. Yep. Good on them. Um, yep. Great. Everyone, have yourself a good one. This is the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast, sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital. Stay tuned. Uh, for more stuff we've got coming out, we're going to change the, the, the format of the show in a bunch of ways. A lot of exciting stuff. Any questions, feedback, uh, please uh, let us know. Any five-star reviews also hit us. Anything less than five stars, take it outside. I'll see you in the streets. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Have a good one. Let's have a good 24. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.